Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. to another Arcade Attack podcast. We've got a very special podcast for you today. I'm joined by my able colleagues slash friends, Rob. Reporting for duty. Reporting for duty, sir. And Adrian. Ready for action. Oh, yeah, and I'm Dilsey Maverick. No, I'm not Dilsey Maverick. <laughs> um, thankfully, after after the success of our Rise of the Robots podcast, uh, we, had an, an, we were inundated with people wanting us to talk about games that weren't really that bad or that or, or just to laugh at me when I was trying to say that Rise of the Robots wasn't actually that bad. So, we're back. And I thought ages ago, before we even started this podcast, I got you guys to come around my house, didn't I? Down in yeah. Rosamond Close. The smallest yeah, it's a small little place. Wasn't it's it? a small place, but it was enough for me. Yep. But I said, let's have a retro gaming night. Yep. And I'm gonna get you to play some old NES games. Yep. One of which was Days of Thunder. Yes. And the other one, which was another Tom Cruise based game, another Tom Cruise based game, mm-hmm. yeah, based on a Tony Scott movie. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was actually uh, Top Gun Two. Yeah. I got you guys played. So Top Gun, based Top on Gun, the, the film, of course. Top, Top Gun, Gun the Second Mission. So I think in that Top Gun, that Top Gun game and its and its predecessor uh, got a little bit of a bad rap. Let's be honest. Back in the day, do you know there is going to be a Top Gun Two? There is going to be a Top Gun Two. <laughs> And I'll ask you at the end what your thoughts are on a Top Gun 2 game. But today, today we're talking about Top Gun games <laughs> in general. Were they really that bad? Uh, I went on to Arcade Attack favorite website, Moby Games. We like Moby. And it lists 11 games, 11 Top Gun games. Mm-hmm. Right? And with your research, because you're so good at research, you paid every 11 and completed all 11, right? With, I've completed, yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, I actually own four of the 11 which i think is pretty bad so the two that obviously the one the, the one that you guys played the old nes the, the the first nes one i both own them dylan took the maverick approach to this where <laughs> you, you played the first two or three really well 
then just dropped out and man- <laughs> made it to the end of graduation. That's basically it. I basically <laughs> like skyped my way to the end of Top Gun graduation. But yeah, so I've I I own those two now, and uh, I own the two that were on the PS2. Yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, and uh, by means of emulation, the wonderful means of emulation, I've managed to play quite a lot of the other ones. Just so our listeners can get a bit of a handle as to whether Top Gun games were any good. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Oh. <laughs> apart from? Apart from? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> but, you know, there, there is a case to state with some of these games. So we'll go through them, uh, as many as I can stomach, uh, <laughs> and then we'll take it from there. Those NES ones weren't the first Top Gun games made. Hmm. There was a one made in the same year as the film. Oh. For, I'm going to guess, Commodore No, I, I think Spectrum. I think Spectrum. Spe- it was made for Amstrad CPC. Atari ST, Ooh. Commodore 64, oh, okay. DOS, Thompson MO, and the ZX Spectrum. Oh, there you go. And I cannot get a ROM of this to save my life, so I couldn't play it. But, um, so I asked uh, a couple of my Twitter buddies, um, Dark Blue Monkey, um, I'm a big fan of his, big fan of his. He's played it, and he said, here, um, yeah, I played the original Top Gun. The two-player mode was great but could never get anyone to play it with me. So what the original Top Gun game was, was a very simple vector game where it was just a dogfight game. Mm. So you just had to pilot said Maverick plane and shoot the other guy down. That's what was it, it was. like side-scrolling or...? It was the first... It was like in cockpit. It was okay. in cockpit. Mm. So I've seen screenshots of it, but that's about it. So that blue monkey says, you know, in two-player mode, it was pretty good. I guess you're like dogfighting and have to like dodge out of each other's way. And, but he couldn't play, you couldn't find anyone to play it with him, which is sad. Um. Uh, Steve, good old Steve from Game Telford. He's also played it. Um, so I'm going to replace a word, a, a word that he used with the word sheep. <laughs> All right. So it said, so I was asking for opinions and he said, use mine. It was sheep. <laughs> Steve. So, differing views there. We've got differing views. Very uh, vivid review by Dave there. really paints a picture. It's like, you know, sheep. But this is it. I think Top Gun games, historically, have divided opinion. So, yeah. roll not, not by the sound, Not from the sound of it. There is, <laughs> the opinion is divided, Rob. Come on. So, we move on now to the NES. The glorious NES. Fantastic console. Uh, 1987, actually. Konami got round... To doing the proper, um, you know, a proper licensed game based on the film. They were like, they said, okay, so, so Ocean did the first one. So, you know, Konami, oh, Konami, like, oh, we can better that. Yeah, we'll show, we'll show these Ocean. We can losers. do it. We can do it. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's all right. I think it's, you know, for an 8 bit game, yeah. um, uh, you're in the cockpit. It's quite nice how the, uh, the planes fly by, you know, fly by you in things. The clouds, or the cloud effect in 8-bit was never going to be amazing, let's be honest. Uh, but you can tilt the plane and you can kind of roll and stuff and, you know, it's okay. But what I did was, rather than me revisiting that game in depth, I got friend of Arcade Attack and now, thankfully, regular contributor, UK Nesboy. Ah, oh, we're big, 
big fans, are UK we? UK Nez boy, good old Andy. Um, he let us steal the review for the site. So I've put it on our site. You know, it's in our, it's in our Nez archive. Uh, so he's, I'm going to just re- re- read you some of his quotes about it and it, it will probably resonate with a lot of you, uh, a lot of you at home who have played it. So he says here, um, the, the idea of the game is that there are four missions to complete. Starting off with a training mission, mm. which pretty much everyone can get through, uh, before progressing to the real meat of the game. Shooting down planes in the sky, landing on aircraft carriers, destroying enemy aircraft carriers, and also blowing up enemy space shuttles. So, yeah, good. Um, co- the cockpit view... Space shuttles? Space shuttles. Blowing up enemy space shuttles. What, what Dude, enemy... Yeah, just like the film. Just like the film. The Konami said space shuttles. Konami said space shuttles. They were like, we're going to get some space shuttles in this game. This is how we roll. So <laughs> Konami. Um, cockpit view welcomed on the 8-bit, he says. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm fully with him at this point. Uh, for a NES game, it looks pretty polished. It does, actually. Looks pretty polished for a NES game. Uh, it has the theme tune in 8-bit. That's great. The theme tune in 8-bit. So just to touch on this point there. When you load up the game, it's actually, of all the games I've played, it's the only one with the proper Top Gun music in it. Oh. Can you hum it in 8-bit? Do you want me to hum it right now? Yeah. Probably is very close to what it sounds like on 8-bit. Thank you. Thank you. That's my 8-bit. Um, I'll be in concert very soon. Uh, you can choose what missiles to arm your plane with. You guys remember that from the second mission, right? You can choose your missiles. <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and it's obvious that obviously you, you get more if you choose the weaker ones. Uh, here we go. So here we go. Here we go. Um, this is verbatim as well from his, from his review. The graphics, well, to be fair in game, they are not the most inspiring. <laughs> well, right. Uh, the backgrounds are solid blocks of colour. Yeah. yeah, lots of blue. Yeah, <laughs> and white. Uh, that have little detail in them. Yep. The clouds look like popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> yep. they, they, they do. Uh, and the planes look okay, but there isn't anything visually that would take your breath away. Oh, go here. UK Nesboy. This Nesboy. is UK Nesboy! We're not even, we've not even taught him to say that. UK um, Nesboy is getting very close, Dylan. He's getting very close. He's getting very close, man. Um, as no, no, Dylan, he's getting very close. What? He's getting very close, Dylan. Getting very close. UK Nesboy is getting very close to... Danger Zone! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What is wrong with us today? Right, okay. So, he goes on to say, as noted in the introduction, one of the most memorable parts of the game comes right after completing the training mission. Have you tried this? Right, guys? Um, And that is landing your plane on the aircraft (laughs) carrier. The most... I'm going to go back to his quote in a minute, but it's one of the most ridiculous things in a video game in the world. Um, but he goes, view, isn't it? He goes on to, yeah, he goes on, yeah, so you're kind of like, um, no, you're, you're, you're in the, um, the cockpit, but then if you get, you see the result of what happens on a side on view afterwards, yeah. Uh, so it says here, for those of you who have watched other gamers or reviewing or, or, or reviewers playing the game, and thought how easy it looks to land a plane, please try it for yourself. The barrage of instructions barked at you on screen in a short space of time is enough to put the heebie-jeebies into anyone. With its speed up, right, right, at the merest hint of an input on the D-pad, this is very true, uh, at this part, 
uh, you have to not only control your altitude, which is straightforward enough, but also control the angle in which your plane lands on. You're constantly monitoring the altitude and speed on the left-hand side, whilst also trying to follow the instructions in the bottom center part of the screen. Uh, if the best part of the... <laughs> so what, what happened when... I, I tried this yesterday, actually. Uh, I went into the water every time. And I thought, well, you know, rather than carry on with the mission, because it lets you carry on with the missions anyway. But I thought, oh, I, 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 just, I just go for it again. Every time, right? And I don't get how you speed up and slow down the plane. I don't know. But but thanks. Thanks, Konami, for making me feel completely inadequate. No wonder um, you were never an, yeah, a Tomcat pilot. Dude, I was never a Tomcat. I was no, never never Tomcat pilot. Uh, <laughs> I don't have 20-20 vision either, kind of. Kind of, kind of put, kind of put a, well, the dampness on Dylan it. Dylan didn't land another $15 million plane in the sea, but we'll just give him one more chance. <laughs> yeah, give him one more chance. Just press the reset yeah. button. Just give him one more chance. Uh, so let's see. So he gave the game, uh, 60%. 60%. I think that's fair. And in fact, I looked at the Metacritic, the Metacritic for the game and it's around, it's around that. So fair review, fair review. The second mission. I got you guys to, um, terrible, got yeah. you guys to play. Oh. I think people said it was a, an improvement. I didn't think, I thought it was worse. It was because it was released in 1990, right? So a good three wow, years yeah. after. Yes. Yeah, so Konami released a good three years after. It bore even less of a resemblance to the film. In fact, one of the things that UK Nesboy said about the first one, it says, uh, just a conclusion, he said, if the, fir- if the best part of a video game is a rendition of the music from the film, you do have to wonder how positive you can spin the game. Which yeah. is fair enough. Fair mm. enough. But what a The tune. second mission had some crazy music, but nothing, anything remotely Top Gun-ish. In fact, and it, I don't know if you guys remember, it was so, it's so lightning quick. It like everything blurs past you. Yeah. Like, um, and you always get hit by the missiles. Every time, every time. It's ridiculously frantic. Konami have, you know, added more modes. So you have a dogfight mode, which again, you will die in about five seconds because the guy spots you straight away, launches a missile and you die. Uh, you have a two player mode, which I don't think I made you guys play because it's bad. <laughs> because it's bad. Uh, and yeah, I could only find uh, so, um, a magazine in Sweden called Superpower. Uh, they reviewed it in 1994 yeah. for some reason and gave it 22 out of 100. Wow. Yeah, fair. Which I mean, is, here's a question. What's that? Do you think any genre from the 80s and 90s has aged worse than flight sims? No. I can't think of any. No, they really, they really are bad. Um, yeah. You really are kind of scratching around, but so boring. The thing with the thing with Top Gun is the advances in the advances in technology really haven't helped it any. Uh, mm. The one afterwards, which might have been the best one, but I couldn't get. It, it, it's got differing reviews again. It was, it was on the PlayStation called Fire at Will, so it was released in 1996. Uh, GameSpot gave it 3.8 out of 10, but I have actually seen other sort of scory reviews that have, have given it more. But this is what, so this is uh, Fire at Will uh, on, on the PS1. Uh, so this is verbatim again, the GameSpot review. Uh, by attempting to simultaneously appeal to both the arcade gamer and the flight sim fanatic, Top Gun tries to offer something for everyone. Unfortunately, like so many games that seek to bridge genres, 
Top Gun ultimately disappoints both of its intended audiences. The problem lies in its gameplay. It's too complex for the arcade fan and too simplistic to pose a real challenge to experienced fighter jocks. So is it like same kind of in cockpit view, but what has In it cockpit view, yeah. Um, and again, I've only seen screenshots of it, but from this, I would piece together that it is neither a flight simulator nor something like Afterburner. Uh, the graphics in Top Gun are as schizophrenic as the gameplay. In high-res mode, the aircraft are rendered with detailed texture maps, giving them a nice clean look on par with US Navy fighters. Unfortunately, the terrain looks absolutely atrocious. Even in 640x480 resolution, the earth looks blocky and cluttered. Uh, the cutscenes, uh, this is, this is the, oh, I thought the worst point of the review was and why I don't actually want to pick up the game. Uh, the cutscenes within the game are often marred by cheesy dialogue and mediocre acting. Uh, and even the theme song, Danger Zone, has been redubbed by an unknown artist. Oh, wow. It's there, but it's been redubbed by an unknown artist. Have you managed to listen to it by any chance? No, and I really don't want to yeah, even... Scar you, I'm sure it? it's on YouTube somewhere, but I won't do it. Is it. I'm guessing it's like the Spotify thing where you've got to look up an old song, and it says, song, brackets, we recorded. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, it's such, yeah. It's like one of, the, one of the things you'd, you'd hear in Poundland. Welcome to the like danger whatever. zone. Yeah. Highway. Do the danger zone. <laughs> well, like a lounge version. Um, but, uh, and then, so the, the GameSpot review ends. Uh, in summary, Top Gun is a title that is subpar in almost every aspect. It may be of interest to diehard fans on the movie, uh, or as a training simulation for those intimidated by SU-27 or EF-2000. Everyone else is advised to turn and burn. <laughs> Can we uh, have a side point here? Yes. I've never understood the whole thing reviews that they go, this might be of interest to people who love the movie. Like, surely people who love the movie will hate it more. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a diehard movie. I love, you know, I love, I'm a diehard movie fan of that film. I love Top Gun. We love Top Gun so much, right? I mean, that's yeah. one of the, it's one of the best, best scene in the film. What do you reckon? Um, I think Top Gun is the second best ending. My, no, maybe not the second, my second favorite ending in movie history. It, I think the best bit in it, unfortunately, is sort of the, the, um, the sequence before Goose dies, that oh. kind of thing, and then obviously when it all malfunctions, and that's the most dramatic bit of it, and then the, the Maverick sort of getting his wings back, yeah. and then, you know, coming back. The volleyball scene's good. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I love that bit. Like, uh, yeah, Matt, I, can I just go back to the ending? I love it so much. Like, basically like uh, Mavs in the bar, and he kind of... Yeah. Put, and like someone puts, you've got lost that love and feeling on. He go, yeah. goes, oh, he's like drinking a beer, much like I am right now. Mm. <laughs> he goes like, oh, feels so wistful. It go, like goes up, oh, who might put that on me? Goes the, like jukeboxing and see anyone there. Mm. Then like the camera switches back to like above his shoulder, and Kenny Miller steps into shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like they see each other, and it is a call back to that when he first tries to chatter up, yeah. like earlier on in the movie. He says like. And he's like, oh, how'd it go? And he says, well, first attempt I crashed and burned. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, how about this time? And he goes, well, it's looking good so far. Looking good oh, so far. And then, like, you've lost it up and feeling and reaches its, uh, like, yeah. goes towards its, its climax, goes toward, like, the crescendo where it mm, speeds up. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And they have all the faces of the people in the film. Or like the other pilots. That's so cool. It is a cool way to, I mean, take me on your mighty winds. 
That's good I like the bit when he yeah. drives angry on the motorcycle as well. Oh, and you angry call me reckless? <laughs> yeah. I like how you're picking out all these bits because we're gonna park that. Pardon the pun, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> park that. Park it. Right. So moving on. So we've got PlayStation One. PlayStation Two's coming in now. Tick. PlayStation Two, and what I think should have been a good game. Top Gun Combat Zones. <laughs> On the PS2, also released on the GameCube. Is this the one where you're behind the aircraft? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, it is almost a good game. In fact, I, I played this... Out of all the Top Gun games I've played, I probably played this, played this the longest. Uh, it's, it's infuriating in parts, so I'll go on to that now. Uh, this Metacritic is around 60% again. So, very com- you know, comparable to the NES version. Uh, it was made by Digital Integration Limited... Based in Camberley, not too far from us, down here in Surrey. Um, before they did this game, they had a, uh, a history of making good flight simulator games. Um, and I think <laughs> they also made one of my favorite horror games called Dark Seed. Yeah, yeah. A bigger point and click, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've got the PC abandonware version, but we yeah. might have to talk about that one day, won't so we? So they've got, they, you know, they, they had a bit of pedigree. And I thought, well, okay, you know, it look, looks promising, looks promising. Uh, the, the game was published by a publisher called Titus Games, um, which digital integration became part of in 1998. They went bankrupt. Titus went bankrupt in 2005. Um, and that's it. That's basically, that was the end of digital integration as well, because, you know, because they were a part of Titus. So that was the whole money kind of element has led to them not really existing anymore. But they, they've, you know, they've got a bit of, they've got a bit of pedigree, bit of pedigree. Uh, what do I like about this game? So, like Rob says, it's behind the, um, you can actually change the view, but I prefer the, sort of the behind the plane. The number two view in virtual racing view. That's the one. The number two. The number two view. Um, slightly unfortunate naming of a view. Um, but yeah, the number two view. It, it's when you are, you get, when you get locks on targets and like deploy the missiles, it's extremely satisfying. It's one of the most satisfying, uh, flight games I've ever played in that, in, you know, in that respect. That's why I think, and at the beginning of the game, it's got nothing to do with Top Gun, by the way. It's oh. literally a flight simulator game, which has got Top Gun put on it. There's Surely nothing, it's biggest minus point. There's nothing, what, well, it hasn't got, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, so it doesn't so, have anything. It's the opposite of before. If, you, if you're a fan of the film, you're not going to enjoy this. No, it literally is just a, uh, an action-y flight simulator game that has got a Top Gun brand on it, but it's got nothing to do with the film. It does, you can fly in certain different errors. So it's like the 70s and then the 80s and the 90s. So you get, you know, the, the planes change with time. So they've, they've thought about it a bit, but it's not 80s Top Gun action Maverick. Maverick's nowhere to be seen. So, so does that mean you're flying an actual, like, you're flying a NAM and that kind of stuff? Well, you're, 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 you are flying the Tomcat, but the places, yeah, um, I couldn't get past the training missions. <laughs> but you do play, yeah, um, you, you do fight in certain, not wars, but yeah, they, they choose, they've chosen areas around the world that relate to certain, certain 
extracurricular U.S. military activities, shall we say? Extracurricular U.S. activities probably is a good way of summing it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really good in that way. But the reason, um, one of the reasons I couldn't complete the um, the first training missions is because you have to destroy some ground targets, but you've only got ten. So you've got to destroy ten uh, ground targets, but you've only got ten missiles that actually lock onto the ground. <laughs> so if you miss one, you're done. So you have to try and use your guns or some other like missiles that only go in a straight in a straight line to beat it. And I was there for ages trying to get this mission done. And I couldn't do it. Every other mission in that train, um, you know, in in that training mode was fine. Just did it, but I just couldn't do it. So I just couldn't get to the other bit. And the main reason that you can't get a good lock on these targets with those other crappy missiles is because the plane is really clunky and hard to maneuver. So it's not like afterburner where you can just like waggle the joystick around and you're going in the right direction. It It's like they've tried to add in a bit too much realism with the way that the plane goes. So if you're, if you're attacking stuff, you have to do another pass. So you actually have to do a pass like the Tomcat would have to do. So yeah, you yeah. go down, oh yeah, you know, get a bit off. Then you've got to like work out where to fly to. You've got to fly to the extremes of the map and then come all the way back again and then do it again. And it's, you know, and there are things in the way. No. Um, and oh, it's just, it's so close. If they'd have just tinkered the handling of the plane, it would have been a good game. It would have been, and I think, and I've, I've read some of the, um, the reviews as well on it. They say the same thing. Yeah. They say it's too heavy. It's too clunky. And it's, it's so good because loads of it is polished. The graphics are gorgeous for like for PS2. Yeah. And if they'd had attached a bit more Top Gun to it, that had fixed the plane, you would have had a good Top Gun game. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a real shame. It's a real, real shame. But you can pick this game up for pounds, like one or two quid. Why not? <laughs> I mean, if you can get past that one that one training mission, I can't get past. Then yeah. you you know you could really have a, a good bit of fun with it. And you can play the Top Gun soundtrack in the background. <laughs> yeah, you can. And just pretend that you're Maverick. Don't you? I suppose you could do that with any Top Gun game, truthfully, couldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, it really kind of, it really, it sucks you in like you are a pilot. Like the, the, the mission briefings are cool. Like they're all spoken by a guy in a nice American accent. Um, Wait a minute. Isn't, don't they actually get the guy from the film Top Gun, like to do. What to do this? Yeah. No, they didn't. I'm pretty sure he's in, what, he's in one of the games where he's actually doing the cutscenes. He might be in one of the later PC ones, actually. Mm. Um, I haven't made a note of it, but what the guy who was all that was also in Back to the Future, Strictly, yeah, like, oh, he's great. Yeah, you wait and checks your body right. can't catch. Right and checks yeah. your body can't catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> that's oh. one. Of my, that's one of my favorite line reads Top ever. Gun. Like, I think I'd like to be instructor, and he goes, Top Gun. Gun? <laughs> 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 but the guy who no, the guy who voices Combat Zone sounds very similar. It's not him, unfortunately. Mm. But yeah, it's you know, yeah, it's, oh, it's so close. <laughs> I'm just oh. it's like not Top Gun. It's m- medium gun. Way closer than Rise of the Robots. Oh really? To be in a good game, <laughs> I just ah oh. middle gun. Oh, it's just so bad. Um, some of the reviews are a bit too picky about it. Uh, someone said that the not having relative altitudes on the map was a problem. I'm like. Well, if it isn't down there, just go a bit up and you'll see all you need to shoot. That's why you're never going to be a Top Gun, dude. Uh, you don't care the, about the altitude. Yeah. The, what, the, the best, the best training mission in that first bit is, is like a dogfight where you just got to fly around, get a lock on other planes and just go boom them out. Ah. Oh. oh, this game does my head in. But yeah. So that's it. Top Gun combat zones. 
it's all downhill from there. So sorry, sorry, massive spoiler alert. It's kind of all, it's all, it's all downhill. Uh, the next one up is a Game Boy Advance yeah. and Game Boy Color game. So it had two different versions. Uh, Top Gun Firestorm. Good name. Mm, good if, name. If Top Gun was limited on the NES, I can't imagine it's going to be great on the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, but again, right? It was made by, uh, released in uh, December 2001. Uh, so pretty much the same time as Combat Zones. Uh, it was made by Fluid Studios, who I had a look on. Moby Games, uh, they developed Worms World Party Ooh. with Team Seventeen. Mm. Yeah, so they've got you know, they've got a little bit of pedigree. Uh, you can play this via emulation. Mm. So if you've got um, retro pie anything at home, yeah, do check it out because uh, you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. What what they've done, and I think this is pretty silly, is it's exactly like Desert Strike. No, that sounds good so far. The mechanics are like flying a helicopter <laughs> in Desert Strike. So your plane is like pootling along. What it is is a really basic Desert Strike with with a with a plane that's so clunky it could never ever handle like a helicopter. It's like they've taken realism. It's like they've made a it's like they've made a Desert Strike clone game, got the license for Top Gun, and then just stuck it over and hoped that no one would notice. But you can actually swing swing the plane round and hover it. Like, like a Harrier jump jet or something. So it's like the stealth version level of Jungle Strike. Yes, oh, I've hated that stealth plane. Yes. Jungle Strike. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like that, but this handles like the helicopter. So it's like being the helicopter in Jungle Strike in a Top Gun game. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's all I have to say about it. Uh, I had a look at some of the reviews and the scores. They vary from around thirty percent to sixty percent. Sixty percent was as big as it got, I think. Yeah, it's uh, that sixty again. It's a 60% again. It's, it's just destined for a Top Gun game, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's sad. It's Cause I, I love the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I've yeah. lost, I've lost mine in this house somewhere. Somewhere. And we need to find it because I love that thing like, like, like my son. I love it as much as my son. <laughs> so. Whom you yeah. haven't lost yet. You haven't lost yet. Sometimes I think I might lose him in this house, but no, I haven't lost him yet. He's too loud for you to lose. He's so loud, but he's only one years old, so. We will let him off. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, I thought the Game Boy Advance, you said about the NES version, right? Why didn't they just update and make better the NES version for the Game Boy Advance? Why the didn't they just choose a cockpit view, take all the good bits from the NES version and just make it better? The one that peaked at 60%. The one that peaked at 60%. 10 or 15 years before. But, yeah. But, you know, you can improve on that. 60% is something to improve on. So, oh, speaking of my son, he just come around there. Um, sorry, Ted, you can't really, um, unless you know about Top Gun. Do you know about Top Gun? No, he doesn't know anything about Top Gun. Um, so yeah, so Firestorm. Disappointing. Please do not buy it. Please do not spend your money on it. Uh, Adrian told me about the next one. Which was on the DS. <laughs> I didn't know. Top Gun on the DS. Yeah. Uh, again, I couldn't get hold of it. In fact, I could only get, um, on my GPDXD, I managed to download a ROM. Uh, it was released in 2006. So we've gone like five years without a Top Gun game. It's, it's <laughs> How really, did we cope in that time? I, never I don't, know. I don't even know, mate. Um, it, it's, it's really, it's ugly head again. Uh, made by, uh, developers called Funmine. Uh, who did something called Blades of Thunder 2 as well. Uh, the games, GameSpot gave this game, uh, 39 out of 100. 
Yikes. 39 Ouch. out of 100. Uh, I did manage to get it running on the GPDXD, but because I didn't have a second screen, you can't actually control it much. <laughs> so you mostly just watch. It looks quite pretty. <laughs> like watching the, t- like again, it's behind the plane. And so I'm like, oh, it looks quite pretty. From what I hear, it's very dull. Um, so this is again from the GameSpot review. So it says, there's little rede- <laughs> there's really little redeeming value to Top Gun with its boring gameplay and lackluster presentation. The developer didn't even really make use of the Top Gun license. Well, that's, Hardly, that's hardly new for this. Uh, other than using the names of the movie characters as selectable pilots and taking just one song, one song from the soundtrack. Don't know what, what song it would have been. Um, sorry, Ghost Rider, but permission to fly by our DS is denied. The pattern is full. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah. So, so it, it, not great for Top Gun. Not great for Top Gun so far. So six years since combat zones we're back to the ps2 with oh, top good. gun top gun released in 2007 on the ps2 yes Let's finally this is it this is the fin- this point. is the one this is the one by blast games oh yeah what a bloody mess this was oh my god this game makes you want to scratch your eyes out i paid go- i paid not <laughs> say good money <laughs> i paid good money for this game four pounds <laughs> Just to see what, because I didn't even know it existed. I knew that Combat Zones existed because yeah. you know, people know about that. This game, because it was quite late in the sort of the popular, mm. um, the popular lifespan of the PS2. Not many people have even reviewed it. Uh, I, but I, I found one review. I found yeah. one review of it. The official PlayStation mag, of course. They will, they will, they will come up trumps. Gave it three out of ten. <laughs> and it is fully deserved, man. It is so horrendously bad. Do you know what I said about the plane being too heavy in combat zones? The plane's too light now in this. It's ridiculously light. It's even more light than Afterburner. You Not touch really. it, you touch the left, and you've gone over there. You've touched it up, you've gone over there. You've, you know, you've crashed, you've crashed the thing. You, because it's all the, everything's, um, well, the, the y-axis is inverted. You press up, you nudge up, and you've crashed into a mountain or something. So, yeah, it's really bad. The presentation is horrendous. This is a 2007 PS2 game, people. We mm. should be, you know, we should be living it. We should be living the presentation. Um, they, they st- there's several bits of music on the game that's kind of sound like they should be from the film. So you know that, that bit in the Top Gun, um, soundtrack where it kind of like, there's like that, and it does that kind of that bell, the ring in the bell, and then it goes do 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 do. So yeah. what these guys have done is they've taken the beginning bit, that ding and the bells, and just carried it on. It doesn't. Forever. It doesn't. Yeah, and it ever, doesn't. And ever. It doesn't ever kick into the Top Gun theme. <laughs> well, so, maybe you didn't play it long enough. Maybe you had to wait like twenty minutes. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it finally kicks in. But it is horrendous. It's one of the worst things I've ever played. Mm. Uh, we talk and, about... And Dylan's played a few Jaguar games. <laughs> oh! God, we haven't rented a Jaguar for a while. Crikey. Rob gets the boot in. 1-0. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we talked about Combat Zone's map being rubbish just because of the altitude. The the map in uh, this Top Gun is just blobs. Blobs on a grid. Bob's on a grid with no direction. The first mission is you've got to find some mysterious bunker and blow it up. I was there for 20 minutes. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. None of the missiles are labeled, at least in combat zones. It tells you what each missile does. So if you go, you go like air to air, air to ground, it makes more sense. All the ones in Top Gun 2007, 
they don't, it just, it just shows you, gives you like the, the model make and stuff. I don't know what they do. I kept on releasing missiles. They were bouncing around. It was like Barnes Wallace. It was like bouncing around everywhere. I'm like, I want something to like, you know, blow up that tank over there. Yeah. It was just bouncing the bomb. It was just, oh, well, I couldn't, it was the most infuriating thing I've Maybe ever missile played. experts would know what the missiles are. I mean, the, the map makes the thing in combat zones look like something from the ordnance survey, man. <laughs> It's just, ah, oh, I couldn't believe it. I just, oh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised that only the official PlayStation magazine would touch it because no one else would with a barge pole. Yeah. Uh, but I have it. If anyone wants to buy it off me, um, <laughs> email, email info at arcadeattack.co.uk. I'll give you a good price. I'll give you a good price. Um, so that was unfortunately the end of Top Gun on the PS2. There was one, there's one final. Top Gun game. One, 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 one final, final Top Gun game. Top Gun, um, Top Gun colon hard lock. <laughs> Are you feeling me? Hard luck. Yeah. 2012. Oh, here right? we go. 2012. So 20, oh, bad math. 24 years. No. How many years? 26 years after the, the film was released. But they finally put all their brains together and said, we finally have to make a great Top Gear gun, Top, top Gun game even. Yes. This is it. This is our this time. This is it now. This is it. Uh, I've, I had a look in CEX. I had a look in some charity shops. Couldn't find it. Uh, released on the PC 360. Um, <laughs> PlayStation 3. Uh, it's got a Metacritic of 54. Oh, it's getting close to 60 again. It's getting great. So we, we, we're back up from the horrendous Top Gun uh, back on 2007 on the PS2. We're back up to 54. Uh, GameSpot didn't have a review, all right? Um, but you know how like you can log into GameSpot and post your own reviews? Yeah. Uh, so it averaged out the user reviews at 5.4 out of 10. Ooh. So that I don't know if the Metacritic is just taking it directly from that. Because I couldn't find anything else about it. Uh, so, we've got two user reviews. All yeah. right. So, one guy gave it 7 out of 10. Oh, there you go. So, this is from uh, Bostad Contract. <laughs> I'm assuming he's German or something. Bostad Contract. Um, because the grainy graphics look cool, uh, slow-mo after nailing a hard lock takedown is cool looking. Flying, dodging, and maneuvering is cool and make up a great game. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yep. Um, how you fly matters. Different planes have different intercept speed, maneuvering agility, and somewhat different weapon loads. Why did you give this guy a Russian accent? I don't know. This is just this is what's coming out. And danger zone, survival mode. So they've got a survival mode in the game called danger zone, right? Uh, is fun. And I bet online would be awesome if the online code I paid for had worked. <laughs> and if players are online. I yeah, s- if. Big in brackets, I suspect not. <laughs> this guy's a joker, man. Bostad Contract probably couldn't find anyone online to play with. So we won't go from that review to something by Fleet Command 1, who gave it 1.5 out of 10. Fleet Command 1, 1.5 out of 10. Never before in my life have I seen a game that miserably fails in all of his aspects. Controls. The game allows users to choose one of three preset control configurations. Keyboard, left-handed mouse, and right-handed mouse. These presets were, are created by a sadist whose goal was to torture the player. Doesn't look great so far. On difficulty, he says, there are two forms of difficult games, challenging and annoying. 
Challenging games are difficult because the player needs skill and practice to finish them. Annoying games are difficult because the player needs nerves of steel, perseverance, and luck to finish them. Top Gun Hardlock is an annoying game. It asks you to sh- it asks you to shoot down slippery stealth drones with only guns, guns that do not work. <laughs> so that that was my my was whiz whiz bang wallop tour. You for- you forgot one, Dylan? Though have I forgot one? Remember, one Christmas, I opened my Christmas presents and I got this bad boy. I'm just showing a picture. Holy macaronis, I had that. <laughs> okay, listeners can't see. It's the LCD game. I had yeah. the Turtles one and I had that one. Yeah, I had... I had do you know what? It's, it's made by Konomi. I don't know what the shape is. It looks more like a... How would you... Yeah, it's like... They were all that funny shape. They were like... Um, what do you say? Like a squid? It was like a squid. Squid shape. <laughs> a squish torpedo. It looks like the robot from Super Jail. <laughs> Which robot no from Super Jail. I've never seen Super Jail, yeah. but okay. But it literally looks exactly like the robot from but Super Jail. I used to, I put some good hours in this game. I don't know if you did it. It's like a, it's got like, you see one screen, you've got like the D pad and, and one button to shoot. Yeah. And it, I think it's like, um, basically there's a, it's like a, you move around on the panels, it's three by three. And if you see the oncoming, um, planes coming at you, so you have to judge it, shoot your missiles. Yeah. It's, it's a game of reflexes and skill and, uh, the, la- the latter you get into the missions, into yeah. the levels, the quicker they come. And I don't know, it's quite addictive for me. I used to take it all the time on car journeys. This is before I had a game. I didn't have a Game Boy growing up, really. Me too, man. Like, so this is mine. were lifesavers. Like, yeah. Coach and that. I liked it. <laughs> they're, they're good but bad, aren't they? The, the memories are there. Um, I'm not sure if it's aged particularly well, but there you go. Top Gun handheld. Would you say that's probably the best Top Gun game ever, re- it, <laughs> ever released? It got 61%, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 61% uh, for the win. I suppose then, why, the question to you guys is, why is it so difficult to make a game based on an awesome film? Why is it, why has it been so difficult to make Top Gun games in the past? What, what, what's, what's been the mental block for these developers? The film aspect doesn't often fit easily into a gaming mechanism, especially since most of the most memorable bits of films involve dialogue and stuff that you can't really play mm. a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, Top Gun is actually a prime example of that. Mm. Yeah, you have the kind of shooting stuff, but most of the drama really comes in the interaction between um, Maverick and the other pilots, between Maverick and Kelly McGillis, whose character I can't remember her name. Uh, um, I can't remember her name either. Sorry. The, the um, flight consultant person. Anyway, yeah. But, you know, similar kind of thing. A lot of the time... It doesn't easily fit into game mechanism, especially in, on eight or sixteen bit uh, system. Mm. I think it probably is easier now. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a shame, really, because great movie. Most movies don't make good games. We've talked about this before. So you said about really. the interaction, and we talk. We know, we know our our favourite genres of games. Would you have it like a uh, point and click game? Yeah, I would. I think it'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? Because the flying bits would be like mini games. Yeah. In between it, I don't know. I think the like most of the problem with Top Gun games, the later ones, wasn't so much the style of the game as they were badly executed. I would like to kind of have a game that was like that, but it would be set in the mid eighties. Mm. I'd have an option to be a communist pilot as well, flying a MiG. Oh. Yeah, and I think like you know you kind of go through the academy into harder missions, but there are also mini games that involve like. Um, like dr- trying frantically to get away from your girlfriend and playing volleyball <laughs> with your uh, yeah. 
hot mates in aviator <laughs> sunglasses. You know, like kind of side games to kind of break stuff up. And I would have it very heavily linked to the movie because everyone loves the movie. What would be your ideal platform then to release it on if you could go back? Go back? Well, yeah. What, what, what's your favorite console well, would you release Gun. it on? Would you release it on like current mm. gen? Would it be a current gen thing, this Top Gun game? Or would it well, be like have- a PS, PS2 thing? Or, you know, what, 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 which era of console would a Top Gun game suit best well i think like there already was a great top gun game but it wasn't tied into the like the movie we've mentioned it already today it's afterburner this is it ah oh, thank you for mentioning <laughs> it so i've hunted around for opinion about top gun and games and people think or just assume rightly or wrongly that afterburner is the sort of the, sp- the spiritual mm. top gun game why not why not like why wouldn't why is no one gone for a crazy arcade shooter and whacked Top Gun all over it. Whacked in proper cutscenes with all of the yeah. the pilots and that. Um, but you wouldn't really be able to have proper cutscenes, unfortunately, because we're like 30-something years on from the movie. Oh, no, I mean, like, obviously, like, drawn, like, you know, oh. pixel art. No, not, 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 not actual... Based on the sequel that's coming yeah. up, of course. Although, maybe. if it was a Mega CD game, mm-hmm. if it was a Mega CD game and you put in, say, Afterburner 2 on the Mega Drive... And then use the Mega CD to to like filter in the old FMV sequences yeah. from the film. Oh, from why the couldn't film that could work? Yeah, why couldn't that? Yeah, that could work, couldn't it? Yeah. I have a question for you. Go on then. Do you think this upcoming Top Gun sequel will be based on Top Gun Two on the NES? Hundred uh, <laughs> percent. The second mission. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> the plot's so deep, but why wouldn't they use I it? I think they'll be like, yeah, let's just let's just stick a guy in a plane, make him like sheep his pants for, you know, half an hour. Uh, give him a, a variety of missiles to choose from. The entire film would just be from the cockpit looking out. That's it, yeah. And it's just the guy just screaming because the thing's going too fast. Because the thing about that game is it's too fast. It's, ah. So you're saying this guy wouldn't feel the need for speed? No, he he'd have he'd have a lot. He'd have all the speed he needs in his pants. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think with the VR stuff coming in. Ace Combat, you know, Ace Combat 7 has had me middling reviews or, again, divisive, divisive reviews. 60% reviews. (laughs) 60%. In fact, let me just have a look because I was quite looking forward to that game. Um, but I don't really know how it went down. The Ace Combat series, obviously, uh, was it Namco? I think it did it. Can't remember. Um, but Ace Combat, Staple. This is other, it's another thing why things like Combat Zones and ugh, Top Gun uh, 2007 on the PS2 didn't do well because these Ace Combat games were, were in it. They are Bandai Namco. There you go. Bandai Namco. So here we go. Ace Combat 7. So this is the one that's VR. It had, oh, come on. Reception. Here we go. Oh, generally, generally positive reviews. Uh, it doesn't actually give me a figure, but so there you go. So why not take that kind of thing and, and make it Top Gun? Make it Top Gun. Make you Maverick. Make Could you, you Maverick. Make some weird sort of side scrolling shoot 'em up. That'd be quite fun, like Silkworm or something. Or yeah, yeah. Or do you like an R type kind of thing? R type kind of but thing. But with yeah. Top why Gun. Why not? Like proper retro 16 bit style. Yeah. I'll play that. You mean like 1942. Yeah. All right. All right. That's top down, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah. yeah you could do. Yeah. You yeah. could do that. Yeah. I'll play that. I think, why not? Be fun. Why didn't they do that? That sounds like a great. Yeah, idea. It was always Wing Wars. Was yeah. it Wing Wars or Wing War? Wing. I don't know. It's that kind of like Sega game that was all. I like Geiger Wings. Was all dog fighting or raiding um, as well, stuff like that. 
But like, yeah, this one's more like, that's really like you're in the plane, you were dogfighting. Oh, okay. That was well received at the time. Yeah, so they could have done something like that. I think there were, I think Konami were brave in doing the whole cockpit thing on, on the, on an 8-bit system. Especially when, in 1990, to do the second one, when the Super Nintendo was just around the corner, you know, the 16-bit power might have helped that game a bit more, but, yeah, it's just a real shame. So, in the second of our, was it really that bad series, yeah, Top Gun, Top Gun game on pretty much every platform was pretty bad. So. Crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. It, it cannot be my wingman anytime. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.